What's up, y'all? This is your boy, Lita Johnson, and I got um, more Villanova. I'm trying to keep y'all up to date with a lot of Villanova things. First off, shout out to Damir Cosby Roundtree, and shout out to his mom, Aisha Cosby, who, um, Villanova family, and he has successful surgery. I have told y'all plenty of times that this guy was playing with the injury. Everybody wanted to sit here and clown Cosby Roundtree. Oh, we're just going by what we saw. You was told plenty of times from Coach Wright, from me, he's playing hurt. He was playing hurt. All we knew was something. But he, but what y'all saw wasn't enough to evaluate. Like, And it wasn't all fans. It wasn't even 100% of Nova fans. It wasn't even a, a wide majority of Nova fans. It was just a little bit that was trying to clown them and talk all this mess. And this man was going through an injury. Nova Nation. And I think a lot of Nova Nation should have spoke up for that. This man was a champion his first year as a freshman. He played hard last year. Good basketball last year. He was still learning. Just like Gillespie was learning. Just like Samuel was learning. All of them made their mistakes. They was up and down. And, you know, this year you see Samuels and Gillespie step up. And, and Kyrie Roundtree, he played tough. He play, I mean, this man fought through injury. He even had a double-figure game this year, 11-7. and seven. He had a couple of games where he scored, like, got like six, seven rebounds in the game. I might not have scored much. Had a couple of games where he was like four and four or two points. But he played good defense, played hard, uh, great energies. Energies always inf infects you. You know what I mean? It infects the game. So now with his injury... Talk about his bounce or what he could do. Yeah, man, once he gets everything back rolling, we already know what type of player he's going to be just from being a senior and learning. He's going to be something different. I just think it was just, it's just crazy to think that, you know, he wasn't a good player. Like, he just downfall. Look at his percentage. Look at his percentages. Even though he had his minimum minutes, what was his percentage this year, y'all? His first year, which is the championship year, he shot around seven, almost 78%. The next year, he shot almost 65%. And this year, he shot 69%. So even through his limited time, he made his shots count. I just think it's just crazy. I mean, he played good defense. Of course, he couldn't get up, be as fast as he, he could, but he played good defense for a guy that was hurt. This is, shout out to Diamond Cosby Roundtree, Philadelphia. Um, Newman Garetti. Good player, man. Shout out to Newman Garetti High School for uh, getting other guys there. He's just one of those guys that Nova needs to win a championship. I always said Nova needs to win a championship. And he would have contributed this year regardless if he would have had the bounce that he had or not. And then he was able to get his you know, his surgery since the season was over. So it was real good for him to rest up. He's really going to be on. And um, I think he starts next year. I think a lot of people are going to change perceptions now. Oh, man, well, I think he could start. Man, come on, man. I told y'all what's going on. And Jay Wright spoke up for him. So... Let's go to the next thing. Now we, I, I want to. I, I found out some news. I always go in deep and get right. I don't tell y'all my sources. So what? Because <laughs> I, my sources said don't mention them and don't mention certain stuff. So certain stuff I won't mention. But Donovan Williams is a guy that Nova is after. But you know, right now, don't be. And like I've always said, I haven't said if Nova, that Nova was going to get him. I said if Nova gets him, and um. It's a 50-50 chance right now. It's just all 50. Yes, Nova's interested, of course. But don't think they're just going to swoop him up and, oh, we're going to get. No, that's, Kansas is in good pursuit. Texas is in good pursuit. Um, we'll see what happens. But one thing's for sure, they're interested. But don't, don't just, don't, don't, oh, we're going to get him. No. 
Nova has a Sadiq Bay situation. They have a big roster situation. So they want to know if he is certified to be that type of player. And what I mean by that type of what I mean by that type of player is um is 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 Donovan gonna wanna stay in um will he be that type of um you know uh, that that's the big thing. Is he gonna wanna wait? Uh they have a lot of uh players that gotta get time. And that's just what it is, you know. That's the big thing, you know. Will he be a guy? Will Donovan want to wait his turn? And I've told you the the I've told you the scenario of he how he could be a star and this, but do he does he really want to wait? And then they're waiting. They they you have other guys. And they had other guys, you know. They have other guys that can play. You know, uh, Slater's back there. Swatter. Is he going to want to wait back in the trenches? But to to read between the fine lines, a lot has to depend on Bay if they want to give that time to anybody, if they, if they want to bring him in. Um, not to say that they wouldn't say, okay, we're going to bring him in, but a lot has to go with Bay right now. What does he want to do? You know, what is he going to do? Recently, this is grad transfer from Rice, 6'8", 200, um, Trey Murphy's. Trey Murphy the third is just one of those, 6'8", and you look at Sadiq Bay. you look at the same thing with Sadiq Bay. All right, the same thing with Sadiq Bay is 6'8". So, now he has, now, getting a grad transfer who, I don't know if he would be able to, to, to would he have the red shirt or whatever? That's another thing. But he's, he's a sophomore. So, he, if either he would come in as a junior or he would have the red shirt. And um, I think he, I think looking at his um, situation, what would Villanova do with that? Would they bring in another guy? Like, same thing that happened with Daniels. He had the red shirt, though. Uh, uh, so, we don't know this uh, whole situation with that. But we do know they're looking at a 6'8 guy that can shoot 30. She shoots 36% from three-point line. She shoots 82% from the free throw line. At 13.5 points a game, 5.5 rebounds. Um, perfect fit for Villanova. Shoot a score, long, can play. Um, out of Rice. Rice transfer. Trey Murphy the third. So this is big. He he's he's an impressive guy, you know. And with Nova, he could turn to something, you know, different. So it's something to look at. Donovan Williams, long, can play defense, six six, can shoot. Um, these are two good guys. Nova is prepared if Bay leaves. They are gonna now. This is real deal. Um, if Bay leaves, they are gonna go for an extra person. It could be three ways. It could be from the twenty twenty one. Recruiting class, they, they could add because that's another scholarship. Or, more than likely, 
more than more more than nothing that it, it'll be from a transfer or maybe a 2020 recruit because now you add another space to the 2020 class by, while still leaving that space that's already open bay leaves you have a space open so either it's going to be a tra- it's only going to be one guy it's going to be a transfer it's not like they get trey murphy and donovan williams it's going to be one or the other on on that term the giant juzang you want me to follow deep into that? I, I got deep into that. And he is a possibility. He's a possibility. It's not like they're going after him now or nothing like that. But he's a possibility um, because they know him, because they were interested in him. He's a possibility. There hasn't been a court. There hasn't been nobody going to a house or a visit. But he's a possibility. Interest is out there. There's definitely interest. So these are all these are all true facts here. Johnny Juzang is interesting, you know what I mean, for Johnny Juzang. Um, but there hasn't been any you no know, they haven't been pursuing them, they haven't been going after him. Uh Trey Murphy the third, yes, they're interested in them, but there haven't been it, it isn't like a priority for them right now. Donovan Williams, yes, uh, Donovan Williams is interested, super interested in Villanova. But right now, it's, it's, it's just more like, you know, they're just waiting out everything. There's interest from there's there's three interests right there that's out there, Zhu Zhang, Donovan Williams, Trey Murphy the third, all interest, but there's no heavy pursuit. There's no heavy pursuit from nobody. There's no, but there 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 is interest. Everybody they looked at, they haven't looked. The one guy they've looked into, the two guys they looked into is Trey Murphy the third and Donovan Williams. The giant Zhu Zhang is just a name that comes up as interest. That's it. It's not saying don't get excited. Oh, they're gonna don't get excited for nobody. None of them, you know, because they haven't, because you'll know when they heavily pursue, but they're definitely looking because they have to, because they know Bay is looking at the, the draft. And then another thing, Bay could, Bay loves Villanova. Bay loves the, the, the group, the unit. He could return. Yes. Let me give you some hope, Nova fans. Not no false hope. Bay could return. But. How 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 certain am I? He turns. No, it's not like oh, it's, don't go go back. Oh, he's gonna return. But there is a possibility. Don't you know? It's not like some guys. You know when Dre Trey Jones, you knew he was leaving. You knew this was it. Sophomore, you knew he was it. You knew guys like Daniel Toro was gonna leave because in in the in the school he's at, um, he's definitely gonna leave. Um, who else? Uh, Cole Anthony. Certain guys are certain. R.J. Hampton. We knew he was gonna be an NBA guy. Certain guys are certain they're going to leave, but certain guys are not certain. Who's going to leave or not? No matter if they're top 20 or not, what do they want to do? So this is something all, and and Bay is one of those guys who, when the season started, he wasn't even on nobody's radar, but I said that Bay could end up being on there. But he wasn't on nobody's draft radar until the season kept going, kept going. And then as the season progressed, people was like, oh, this guy might be the real deal. After the Georgetown game, I told you, I was like, yo, Bay is not only the best player in the Big East, he's an NBA draft prospect right now. After the Georgetown game where he hit all those trades, man, he 33 points, I said, Bay is ready. People talking about he should stay. People just want – it's funny to me because it's real cute. Because, you know, people love Villanova so much. They want all these guys to stay. No, he should stay more. That's not how NBA NBA and college are two different, two different levels. I hope, I mean, I'm pretty sure you know that. So, 
It doesn't matter what you think he should stay for. It's all depending on what an NBA draft scout likes. They don't say, oh, I think he should stay. If you ask most of these scouts, who do they think guys should stay? Yes. But does it does that does that factor into their draft status? No. Because they're looking for the potential of what a guy can be. They're not looking at who could stay. That's not drafting. And then you gotta look at what position are these guys at? Okay, when you're at top three, you're looking for an immediate impact player. But you gotta look at now with these guys coming in one and done, are they ready? No, they're more not ready than guys were years back. They're more not ready now than they ever were. But that don't mean they're not going to end up being a Jason Tatum. They're not going to end up being a Jalen Brown. You always see a perfect combination of growth. Jason Tatum was around so many players that could teach him the game before he learned. And he was able to get his rocks off. Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Terry Rozier. Guys like that developed. Donovan Mitchell, uh, we didn't, we didn't even, people didn't even think he was going to immediately impact like that. You know, you just got to look at certain guys. J- Julius Randle didn't really blast off like he is now. You know, what you look for the top five guy now instead of look, looking for a Tim Duncan, what you really want. You know, Joel Embiid did his thing. Andrew Wiggins did his thing, but you're looking for immediate impact in top five. But not like they're not going to be as ready as they used to be because these guys are all coming out one and done. So don't ever think these guys are going to be as good as you think they should be. It's going to take about three years for them to reach that immediate top three potential. I was recently talking about another guy, but that's another podcast. But, yes, Trey Murphy III, Johnny Juzang, Donald Williams are all interest people to look at that could fill that slot. You know, Bay leaves really... After Bay makes his decision to return to league, I think he'll definitely test the waters. He's gonna he's gonna declare. I don't know if he if he stays. We'll see. But I think Bay stays once they get a a, a glimpse of his. Well, this is why Bay should leave. Uh, this is why Bay should and can and probably will leave. Um, I'm just gonna tell you the real deal. I always wanna keep it real with y'all. The first thing I wanna say is don't get excited about the three guys of interest because we don't know if they're gonna get any of them. But we know they have interest, okay? We don't know if they're going to get Donovan Williams, Trey Murphy III, or Johnny Juzang, but they have interest, all right? Um, there's interest there, all right? Now, we sit there and we talk about um, Sadiq Bey. He can shoot it from the outside. In this day and age, you shoot that jumper. You that That's the first thing they get you. Then there's size and length. He has that. 6'8", he, can he play inside? Yes, he can score you inside. Can he take you off the dribble? Yes, he can take you off the dribble. Can he shoot free throws? Also, can he get foul shoot free throws? Yes, he can do that. Can he? Then he got the other extra stuff. Can he pass? Yeah, he can pass. Can he play defense? I know I don't said that last, right? Because that usually don't factor into how high you get drafted. Most people can say they can implant that in you or put you in a defensive scheme, you know, uh, team defense. People don't really look for it. Oh, can he? no, but Bay can play D. He's a good 3 and D guy. So that's what makes him a perfect a draft prospect. Perfect. Perfect. He can he's an efficient shooter. He can pass. How can you say he needs one or two more years? Somebody said two more years. That was hilarious. <laughs> that was hilarious. One one year, okay, I can see you asking for one year. But we're talking about guys you think should or couldn't be ready. 
I can see you saying Robinson Earl. I can actually understand people with Robinson Earl, but I can't understand the Bay. I can't understand Bay. Bay is ready right now. So get that out your heads. Bay is ready right now. He's more ready than Dante DiVincenzo was. All right, um, we talking about underclassmen. So that that that's big there. Now another thing I want to get to. I was on a a, a discussion about Jay Wright, Steve Lapis. Steve Steve Lapis and Raleigh Massimino. I'm a little bit intrigued by first off, Jay Wright's the best coach. But there was some talk about Lapis. Oh, he disappointing this and disappointing that. Nah, man. Lapis listen, if you want to talk about disappointment, write this some disappointment. Then they was like one guy was like Raleigh Massimino is the better coach on the field. Better coach on the basketball court than anybody, you know, X's and O's. No, he's not. Riley's not better than Jay Wright. You know, he got 800 wins, all that, you know. Uh, he's he's nowhere near better the better recruiter or better coach. Wright, Wright is totally the better coach. You know, so it is, you know, Riley coached longer. You know, he did his thing. He's OG. You know, he's a, he's a Hall of Famer. Boom. Now. Lapis, he had a successful run at Nova. You know, he had, uh, last couple of years there, wasn't successful. You know, they was in NIT. You know, they fell off after Kerry Kittles and all of them left. He's just not a better recruiter than uh, Jay Wright. He's not a better coach, but he's a good coach. He, he had his run, Big East Tournament, uh, Big East Championship, Big East Tournament Championship, um, NIT Championship. I mean, Lapis did what he's supposed to do. Brought in a, a, a his best recruiting thing was Tim Thomas. You know, so he had a couple of NBA guys. I mean, come on. You got to give him, was he better than Riley Massimino? No. But he was a good coach. He was. You, you just can't sit there and say, well, he, then the one guy was like, well, he really uh, should have did better. How, what? I, I don't think so. Where? He did the best he could with them teams. I, I just don't, I never saw, I never said Villanova was going to go to the championship. Jason Lawson, Eric E. Burrs, I just didn't I didn't see championship. I saw them being a tournament team. But maybe what are you talking about? Sweet 16, grade 8? Okay. I could say that. Well, maybe, yeah, they could, but not no championship. Those guys had that talent, but it just didn't happen. He had two second round appearances. So, in my opinion, I think people will go too much on Steve Lapis because of the success of Jay Wright. Jay Wright had so many good. He had, he had a top five recruiting class and didn't even. And then he had guys like Fisher and Stokes and Reynolds. He had some good teams. Jason Fraser, Malik Wayans. He had guys on these teams that were good. He had good assembled teams that never got there. That when people thought they was gonna get there, at least to the Final Four, at least to when I mean, teams lost in the first round so many times. Jay Wright fell. And just think if he never would have won his championship. I mean, then he won the second one and was like, oh, Hall of Fame. That's it. Because they were already waiting. They knew he had the teams. They were just waiting for him to succeed, and it happened. So, like I say, Jay Wright is just one of those type of player, type of coaches that's just a, a player's coach, uh, X's and O's. And then he learned from his championship team. He never fell off. The reason why he won that second championship because he never fell off from his chemistry. Where he, then he evolved it, really. He never fell off from his chemistry. 
of being a good pa- uh, passing team, three-point shooting team. And then he got Spellman and really upgraded what he wanted to get as far as recruiting. When you got a center that can shoot threes, he liked that. People look at that process and say, hey, let's do that. And as you can see, it's going down. One 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 person I saw said that Dixon shouldn't have red-shirted. Yes, he should have. He wasn't going to get that time, man. He wasn't going to get that time. Javi Roundtree was going to get that time. What would you put Eric Dixon in there for when you, you, you're you crazy? You were, you are a coach that would not be coaching. You're bringing in guys. Players are not, listen, you think that doesn't get you? You think that doesn't stop you from getting recruits when uh, guys will respect, in, 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 like, Dominic Cosby Roundtree, he was a highly touted recruit. And you go there and you all of a sudden just take down his loyalty and just bring in another guy like Dixon and just wipe him off the map. That makes no sense. Guys will not come to your school. They feel like they're not going to be treated right. So if a guy like Cobby Roundtree talks about it, they're going to be like, oh, man, because everybody isn't a one and done. And you know Nova doesn't play that type of game. So what do you think that's going to do if recruits feel like that you come there and something happens to them or they get injured? Or, or you, and you just put him down the bus for another recruit. That, that's what's happened to Kentucky. A lot of recruits ain't going to Kentucky. I mean, everybody is not. They have this team, right? They got the number one ranked team, right? But it took them a minute to get this type of team. They had to get back on it because everybody was going to Duke. Because people are, and it's a lot of people that are not going to Kentucky. A lot of recruits, they got to really go hard. Look at the recruits they got. They didn't get all the top guys. This one, they got a successful run with Clark and Asku, but look what's really happened. People are leaving. Johnny Juzang, out of here. I mean, guys are constantly leaving Kentucky, and, you know, because they're not getting that, the promises are not there. So now we're talking about Villanova. They don't do the one-and-done thing. So you're talking about a guy that comes there to develop, doesn't get to the, that's going to be a bad look. So you give a guy with respect, like Dodd McCobby Roundtree, you don't put Eric Dixon in there. You recruited so if Eric Dixon turns out like you get another recruit and you just push him off to the side, no, do you know what that does to your reputation? So people are tripping. People are definitely tripping. Kyle Roundtree is a good player. Who I think will be the better player? I think Dixon will be the better college player. But Kyle Roundtree is a good player. So you you don't do your players like that. Dixon don't even know the the playbook like Kyle Roundtree. So you're putting a guy, you're putting two freshmen. <laughs> you want to put two freshmen. At center and just throw the scenes to the side, right? It's unbelievable how people think. They don't even know, like, some people just don't know basketball. And you just got to let things roll. I, I'm learning. I'm learning, too. I have to learn to let some people talk because I'll I be on there, like, really trying to tell you sound crazy. So, um, looking at so much and um, balancing things, and looking at the way Villanova plays, back to the coaches. You know, Lapis is just one of those type of coaches that, you know, he he had his run. And one guy was like, um, he's going to compare him to Buddy Ryan. Buddy Ryan never won a playoff game. Lapis won two postseason games plus NIT championship. Success in the postseason Lapis is like night and day. Lapis and Ryan is like night and day. Ryan did. He has two Super Bowl rings. One was assistant coach. One Super Bowl three. One Super Bowl twenty. I mean, 
he has been assistant coaches. So, you know, he's with the Jets, and he was with the uh, Bears when they beat the Patriots, and he's with the Jets when they beat the Colts in Super Bowl three. so he has that, but he never won as a coach. So for you to say that, then he was like, oh, my bad. Um, what do you say? Um, one thing he said was um, talking about Oh, I was comparing that they both got fired for lack of postseason, this and that. Um, hmm. If I got to be technical, Buddy Ryan could have been let go because of that, but I don't know. I don't think that was the sole reason, but we can talk about it, but... I, I doubt I doubt they got fired for the same purpose, uh, just because of the postseason. Every I think every coach gets fired for that. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if you don't win, you don't go to the postseason. So I think every coach gets fired for that. So you're comparing them to every coach that's ever got fired. So we got to go past that. That's why every coach gets if a coach gets let go. Nine times out of ten is because he didn't make his postseason or there's a player that he's not the, the player's choice, you know. And that and that doesn't happen often. Like the Mark Jackson situation in Golden State, that doesn't happen often. Golden State Warriors, it just doesn't happen. Where, uh, 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 no, I don't, he doesn't play because he's just not the player's coach, you know, I guess. So he's just not the choice of management. But every coach gets fired for this. That was just a... No, it it was a bad comparison, and he tried to make it seem like, oh well, no, I'm just saying, and no, 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 he's not Lapis. Buddy Ryan did not succeed like Lapis did. He didn't even go as many times, so you know, to the postseason. So that is all. I think it's all real and all fact. If we think about that now, um. Just one thing I had to let out on that on that note. Um, I found out some things about um, Brandon Slater. The expectations for Brandon Slater and Cole Swider are big. Let's talk about that. Uh, Brandon, I talked. I talked. You know, I'm not gonna tell you who I talked to. You never know that. But Brandon Slater is a guy that they have their high hopes on. They 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 love his progress. They love how he plays. Uh, Cole Swider, yes, Caleb Daniels could challenge for that number two. But I don't think that's their plan for him. I think they're playing for him uh, doing the talking that he'll be a backup at shooting guard. I mean, at a at um point guard or shooting guard. He'll be a backup guard. The Antoine, anybody want? Yes, they have super high hopes for Brian Antoine. They loved his progress. They loved what he was doing. He went through an injury. They know that people... What I'm hearing from who I talk to, you know, what I mean, people need to slow down and chill out because he went through an injury. He went through an injury riddle season. They weren't going to throw him in there just because people had wanted wanted to see him. They have super high hopes for Antoine. They think he's going to be a tremendous Villanova player. So everybody back up off. Well, he's not going to be. That means he's going to be a good player. Why do I think that? Or why can he say that? Because look at all the. How do y'all? How do people consider themselves Villanova fans, but you don't love Villanova? You know why I say that? Because you know that Villanova develops players. Just look at the track record of Jay Wright. Ever since they got guys like uh, Archie Diakono and Ryan and Daniel Sheffu and Chris Jenkins, they develop players. 
they develop players. That's what they do. So you have to trust looking at these high-graded players. Let me tell you something. When's the last time they got a five-star and the five-star didn't develop since they got Archdiacono? Since the years, since 2014. Okay, look at the guys they got. When have these guys not developed? You know that everybody's went to, what, Chris Jenkins didn't get drafted. Okay. Phil Booth, he's in a G League. Everybody developed. And then look what they did in college. Forget about the NBA. What did they become in college? What did Phil Booth end up becoming? What did uh, Josh Hart end up becoming? What did Chris Jenkins end up becoming? What did Dale Reynolds end up developing into? Oshefu, okay? Let's talk about Jalen Brunson. Let's talk about Michael Bridges. Let's talk about Dante Davis. How can you sit here and doubt how good Dada is going to be once he gets in there? How can you sit there and doubt how good anybody? Chris Archidiacono. We talked about him. And they love the way he's developing. He's going to be ready for whatever. He's a talented, hardworking guy. Hey, this team's going to be something different. So everybody should be very, very happy about this team. And I am. Okay, now, this is for the basketball. Oh, 2021, you want to talk about that Efton Reed? They're looking at Efton Reed. Um, I, I, I'll get you more on that and more update on what 2021 is looking like. Um, I got some more conversations to have with, you know, who I talk with. And um, we'll get back to that. So, out of here, y'all. Um, Nova Love, Nova Nation. And I'm out, man.